Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on everybody? My name is Carlola. Welcome to the week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heard Fire Podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news and just generally having a bit of a chit chat about all things film. As always, I enjoy my partner in crime for this very special end of year report oh. or start of 2020 review. Year in review? Year in review episode? Sean Mean, what's going on? I'm, I'm Not much. I'm ready to talk about movies mm. and the year that's passed. And the year, let's just say the last 12 months. And three days. And three days. Because <laughs> this is coming out... No, actually... <laughs> oh, fuck, I've pulled back the curtain. <laughs> and all that's there is a sad old man. <laughs> and he hates us. In many ways, the real magic doesn't exist. <laughs> no, but we are doing an end-of-year report. Um, now, there are some shows out there, Sean, that are doing uh, an end-of-the-decade report. To which we a said... Review. <laughs> So which we said, James, that's very big. That sounds like a long episode. It's <laughs> a long episode. And we all know phew, Cats was going to come one in yes. best movie of the decade. I, I, James, I, I, I don't think... Okay, first of all, I don't think the best movie of the decade could possibly come out in 2019. No. I just think the odds are against it. It, it seems it's one in ten. In many ways it is one in ten, in yeah. ways, And Avatar just missed out. <laughs> but Avatar 2... Avatar 2 is lined up for next decade. Um, what is your, very quickly, favourite movie of the last decade? Oh, fuck. Favourite movie of the last decade? Ah, uh, I... Oh, it's Guardians of the Galaxy you, or the Lego Movie. So you know, I, n- I don't know when any movies. No, you don't. That's why I asked you specifically and not anyone else. <laughs> um, what movie did I really? In- for- I'm trying to think of any fucking movie <laughs> that ever came out. You do this show. I know. I've talked about movies that oh, I've really. We liked. talk about movies every single week, and you always tell me about your favorite movies, and you can't pick Twenty Eight Days Later. So that is you. Fucked. Yeah, I'm really out of practice mm. here. Um. Oh, fuck. I yeah. Don't know, man. It's the Lego movie or Guardians of the Galaxy, and then it's done. That's fair. Yeah. And then, oh, what's the one 
you know Fury Road Fury Road is oh, pretty good oh Mad Max Fury Road that's yeah, pretty good it's I got a guy playing a guitar on top of a truck yeah, what's not to love <laughs> so this week we have our list for 2019 now you've already heard a decade there's, there's our review of the decade and thanks for listening thanks for listening um, no uh, that is, we're doing a year in review but we're going to start off with a bit of news first because there's one or two things I want to get to because we haven't covered news in a while because oh. we have the Q&A and then we had the Star Wars review. Yeah, so it's been fairly, like, topic-based it's, rather than it, news. It's been topic-based, we actually haven't covered any news for two weeks now. And I feel like people are missing out on our thoughts on the news that has occurred. People tune in for serious reporting here. Serious reporting. So that is why we're here. So very quickly, just, I'm going to get my papers ready. Okay. Um, I don't have any papers, so I'm just going to pretend like I have papers. Make a noise some paper. Jez, it's very rigid paper. <laughs> it sounds like my hands. <laughs> Hitting the desk. <laughs> We're starting off with John Boyega, star of the Star Wars. Indeed he is. Yes. One of the brightest stars in that war. Oh, very good. Well, he made a tweet there recently, and he is basically slamming Star Wars for what romance it went with within the movie. Yeah. Have you seen these tweets? I have. Yes. There's a subreddit called Saltier Than Crate. Yes, and <laughs> he, John Boyega has joined the list of Star Wars people who've acted in those movies that hate Star Wars. Which, and I think a lot of it is, like, Disney he's it, not happy with? It's not, yeah, I think... And the the story goes that John Boyega is after putting out... I think he put out four photos of... Um, it's Finn or Ray, Ray and Kylo. Ray and Kylo, and it's basically like her stabbing him, yeah. and like them fighting, and like just not getting on, not getting on, not being friends, having no real relationship other than killing each other. Yeah, and then he says Star Wars robots, and then he has three emojis, and it's side eye. It there was no side. Eye. Oh no, there was there was big eyes, big eyes, and they were looking to the side. I would so, call that side, side eye. Side eye. Side eye. Side eye. We're not the emoji expert, but we will say side eye. We've seen the emoji and movie. <laughs> yeah. There's my best of the decade. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the thing about this is that he didn't actually say anything bad. He just... He just, it's just a pinch of little salt. And you just do with that what you will. Just, he's just giving you the information. You find out what he's saying. He just took that baby bird shoot right out of the nest. So he's... I think it comes from the fact that he wanted uh, Finn and Poe to get together, to get together in a romantic relationship. Him and Oscar Isaac have been basically promoting that for twelve months straight. They wanted it. The fans wanted it. Everyone I, wanted it. Like, and I get like there is the argument that not everyone will like it. Yes, not everyone likes Ray and Kylo. No. Like I, I think, yeah, so why not have something with actual groundwork with people who've seen I felt time like together? They, they were a more believable couple. Yeah. Like and they're just, I don't know. And, and there was the what's the? There's there there was a thing about the, there was a same sex couple kissing for four milliseconds. Four milliseconds. Yes, and then it was cut out of the China release. <laughs> yeah, great stuff. Really great good. Stuff. Really good inclusivity. Yeah. It's like opportunistic inclusivity, it's called, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's a basically, you get a headlight over, yeah. and you get people go see it just for the sake of seeing it, but you never follow through. It's really it's really pandery. Yeah. It's not done for the right reasons. Yes. So and, and we know pandering as two straight white men. Oh, everything's made for us. Everything's made for us. And, and frankly, I'm sick of and it. And if it's not, then I'll walk out. I'm fine if I'll, I don't see myself in every single fucking character I'll remake the movie <laughs> remake the movie <laughs> Aladdin Aladdin <laughs> yeah <laughs> Finding Nemo 
we're going to do it again. But in MS Paint. <laughs> but I, I, like, I agree with John Boyega on this. I think, why not? Just but, do it. Because it's the, you, I think you said it in our Star Wars review that this was a movie made by a committee. Yes, it was a, it was a movie made by um, a, a bunch of groups that they asked just surveys of, yeah. what do you like? You know, it's the scene in The Simpsons yeah. where they're making Itchy and Scratchy and they get all the kids in to tell them what they want and they all just want everything so then they just include everything they want. And it's a mess. And it makes no fucking sense. Like, like that's so spot on for what what Star Wars <laughs> is now. Yeah. But I think that, yeah, it was like probably 49 to 51 and yeah. Ray and Kylo or Finn and Poe. I, I think yeah, cause there's no reason you can't have both either yeah, so it's not an if it's not an or, or situation mm. like you ha- can have both in that they can get together and then there is a scene at the end where uh, Finn and Poe hug yeah and I genuinely was watching going they are about to kiss because <laughs> it's they love each other yeah. and look yeah. I, I get there's the argument of like there's oh, balls right but I get like and it's a it's, it is a good message as well that two men can be friends and hug and touch and not be okay. Yeah, I see like that. that. But I think I don't know. I think I think you're pleasing nobody the way they did it. They have more sexual chemistry. We see they spent more screen time together. Yeah, they have way more sexual chemistry than yeah. anybody else in that. But but Paul Dameron has sexual chemistry with everyone. That's true. So is it a trick of Paul? I don't know. But because uh, Paul and Ray had two scenes together, I was like, "Oh, they're gonna fuck." <laughs> oh yeah, so, I, w- I would have been less mad with that than the Ray and Kylo thing. Because the Ray and Kylo thing, I don't care about. Yeah, isn't that weird? I was the same. I have no feelings on it at all, which is worse than hating it. Yeah, I was just like, okay, yeah. cool. Like, um, I guess they're doing that. Yeah, and but they, also, like, oh, this is also spoilers. First. Oh yeah, fuck. You you get it. You know what we're like. Yeah. The um, I just think this is the end of this trilogy anyway. Like there's a, there's a very real possibility we won't see many of those characters again. Yes. So why not? Just do it, cowards. And f- <laughs> Disney, <laughs> we're coming for you, Disney. <laughs> but yeah, John Boyega pointed that tweet, and I just wanted to say it to you because I think it is because John Boyega is great. Like on Twitter and interviews, he's yeah. like he's he, so likable. He's so himself. Though. Yeah. Like he's not pretending. He's not playing the game. And I think that's. I think actually all three of them who yeah. have joined us. They all came in with, like, wide eyes, and now they've realised, oh, fuck, this is, like, it can be a very toxic situation to be involved in all yeah. this, because it's, like, a massive franchise. And, like, um, Daisy Ridley had to delete her Instagram. Yeah. And, all, like, there's so much things that they... When you see them in the first one, I was actually watching an interview from Daisy Ridley, uh, The Force Awakens. Yeah. And it, the difference in the body language from the first to the third... Yeah, which is, now is just doing a job. ...is fascinating. Like, the first one is her first big movie, and she's like... It's an interview with BBC Radio 1. Yeah. And, like, she turns around, and they're like, what do you think about your face on the poster? Like, that's... It's so mad. Like, my face is on the poster, and that's so cool. And on the third one, she's, like, defensive. Like, not in a... Not in a bad way. It's just, no. like, she's been through so much shit. That's the thing, and I think a lot of... And have you seen Oscar Isaac on this fucking press tour? Him and oh, he's John so Boyega, done with it. They, they asked him, would he do it again? He said no. Yeah. He said, I think he laughed and he was like, hell no. <laughs> yeah. Because it is your life yeah. for however many years. or sh- Like the first one came out in 2014. 15. Yeah. 2015 to 2019. Four years of your life. Only four years. This is why Harrison Ford has had to do this for 40 years. Yeah. And like, no matter what else, like, Luke, uh, Mark Hamill even, ever does yeah like I know he's a joker he's so many other things but 
every con he ever goes to is going to be. What did you think of The Last Jedi? I think Mark Hamill is the one that dealt with it the best, but I think he also probably gets the least amount of hate. I, yeah, I think he's universally loved. So everyone's just like, that. it's just Luke Skywalker. You're not yeah. going to say anything bad about him. Like, Hayden Christensen, he didn't want to go anywhere near this. Yeah. Because he got, like, shit on. But, like, I think Hayden Christensen has largely come out the other side of it. Where now you can take the piss out yourself. Yeah, and I think he's he's still into, like, Star Wars. Like, he... Yeah, are we still in spoilers? Um, yeah, spoilers for all of this. Okay, there's just yeah, there, but just skip on five minutes. <laughs> yeah, but like he did come back and do a voice. Yes. You know, he's not like uh, distance. I don't think that's big of, like, that big of a spoiler. No, and I think uh, it's been he did a voice. He did a voice, or yeah. they used his voice. They used his vo- audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the um, I just think uh, to, to have all to have the biggest fan base in the world. And to them, want to be pleased with every aspect of the film you're in. Mm. I don't think that's a health, not even a healthy way. I don't think that's an enjoyable experience when you're not making the movie. See, I will see. I'm going to ask you a question here, but I think I don't think it's going to make. Um, I don't think it's going to happen or be true. But like, do you think that in 20 years, when they will reboot Star Wars, yeah, because they like money, indeed, or in do. 10 years, or probably five years, actually, though, by this the Ryan Johnson trilogy, the Ryan Johnson or whatever, do you think they'll have a harder time finding people, or they'll just do the same thing where they hire three unknowns and you have the Force Awakens all over again, where you have three people wide-eyed that they're part of Star Wars, and so much time has passed that they forget the fact that the last three got absolutely ridiculed, even though they were amazing. They were amazing. They're great actors, all of them. Yeah. Um, See, I think I think it probably will be unknowns because they won't they won't um, not they won't stand up for themselves but they'll take more stuff as gospel do you know like if a director says oh you have to do this Mm. like you get an Angelina Jolie say she's gonna say no (laughs) like that they've been in the industry long enough that they can call their own shots it might also be a good idea to hire somebody who has been in the industry for and is like well known for Star Wars because I think they'd be able to handle that fame more. I oh definitely like I think because because expo- with Daisy Ridley and John Boyega and Oscar Isaacs, they've they went from relatively like not household names. John Boyega was in um, Attack the Block, yeah, and all that, but like not like Star Wars is Star Wars, yeah, exactly. Regardless, yeah, everyone knows what they look like once they're in Star Wars, yeah. and when you take someone from. Let's call, you know, where they all were to start. Let's call that zero. When you take them to, like, 150... Yeah. That's a difficult adjustment to make. Whereas if you say... I know it's weird, right? Let's just... Hypothetically, Tom Hanks. Yeah. He's in Star Wars. Just... He's he, a, it doesn't mean anything to him. Not in a bad way. It's just, like, this is the same. He's, yeah. He's Tom Hanks. It's exactly, fine. Exactly. Which is why you see a lot of the Marvel stuff. I know they cast unknowns as well. But you, there is a lot of established actors. Like there. Robert Downey Jr. was perfectly fine. Yeah, Chris Evans was grand. Now, he, and even he, Chris Evans has been an actor for ages. Yeah, but even he said he gets anxiety and stuff sometimes. Just Hemsworth was fairly unknown because he came from home and away and stuff. Yeah. Um. But and you could tell he even got like sick of it. Tour two, like when he was getting shit on, you're the most boring. Man, yeah. And he was kind of getting sick. Of it. And it took Taika Taika Waititi coming in. Yeah, you need to trust him in that. Yeah. And that that's another thing of an unknown not calling their own shots. Mm. You know, a relative unknown. So I just wanted to bring this up in just the terms of like John Boyega's coming out now. Like, 
and I don't think he even meant anything bad towards uh, Daisy Ridley or obviously that oh, no, Driver and Daisy Ridley I'm sure they're all friends yeah it's just a case of he's pointing out the fact that there's ways to potential and I think that'll that'll be the the defining trait of this trilogy is going to be wasted potential. Yeah, you had all the opportunity in the world. And you had so much and, like... And you had that cast and like... Yeah. You had the prequels which everyone was like, it's going to be better than the prequels. Yeah, just in terms of even the CGI will be better. And then the Force Awakens came out and everyone was like, fuck. Force Awakens, Awakens is great. And then I think a lot... Like The Last Jedi, it, more than just being a divisive film, it, it like, you can't let go of that story and then go into episode nine. Yeah. If you get me. Like it, it does have bearing on the future. And we talked about this in the Yeah, we're not we're not going over that, all that. Yeah, it's the odd middle child. Yeah. Um okay. We're gonna move on to our next piece of news, and that is Ryan Reynolds, another man who I think would fit right well into Star Wars. See, would he play Wade Wilson? Yes. Star Wars. He plays Wade Wilson and he plays Ryan Reynolds. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds confirms that Deadpool Tree is in active development at Marvel Studios. I saw this. Very excited about it. Yes, so it has been finally confirmed that that uh, from the horse's mouth himself, oh. that Deadpool Three is in active development at Marvel Studios, which means that Deadpool will be coming into the MCU as a character for the future Avengers films. Excellent. Now, I was reading this, and he he said that they're still hashing out story stuff. Mm. They want to make sure it's all right, but that he's looking forward to get to play in Marvel's sandbox. I think it's what he said. See, there's so many characters there yeah. already established that you could throw Deadpool in and just have these established characters and like allow them to be the bedrock and allow Deadpool to say funny things around them. Yeah. And when you tie this into like Disney Plus, there's so many Deadpool stories that are just Deadpool stories, they're not connected to anything. Hmm. So the Marvel What If series if they do Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe... I was about to say Deadpool Kills the Marvel... What is Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe, it's, Sean? It's uh, Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe. It's a short comic run, and it's all about that Deadpool gets sent to an evil psychiatrist, and they take the voices out of his head, mm. and then it's replaced with just one voice. And this voice is just like, nothing matters. You're in a comic book. All your friends are just going to suffer the rest of their lives. The kindest thing to do is kill him. Yeah. And so he goes around, like, and he's just brutal about it. Like, there's less quips and playing with his food kind of thing. Like, he just straight up shoots Spider Man in the head. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, I'd like to see Tom Holland. <laughs> no, I but, wouldn't. Like, I would cry. I would cry so hard. <laughs> Imagine seeing Tom Holland in any sort of danger. I get really sad. Like, them two meeting is going to be fantastic. <laughs> I just want the movie with them two in it. Yeah. And I think. I, I just think. Uh, and because he brings the X Men with him as well. Yeah, you know, not he brings him with him, but he's he's very connected to the X Men characters. He is Task Force X. Yeah, so like they are all part of that. They they all came in together, and if they're doing a Deadpool movie, that means they will be working on the other extended universe of the X Men because it would make no sense to just do Deadpool. Yeah, because Deadpool is a mutate. Yeah, so he was born as a regular human, and then he got a mutation. And sure, there's um. What's his name? Not Cyclops. Uh, the big metal guy. Colossus. Colossus. I knew he started with a C. Yeah. Uh, Colossus is in Deadpool. Yeah. And he's a great Colossus. Though. Yeah. So, a like, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, who I remember her name, but not fucking Colossus. I know. It's so distinctive. <laughs> it's weird. But I think, like, seeing... I hope those two characters and actors transfer over. Because yeah. they're very good at what they do. 
Um, and you need a straight man. Like, that's what Colossus is. That's it. And if there was ever a way to, like... Because there's always been this weird disconnect between the X-Men... It's not a weird disconnect. It's been an actual disconnect between the X-Men movies and the Marvel Universe. Like, Deadpool is the perfect character to introduce them and just be like, okay, we're keeping this guy, this guy, this guy. All you are new mutants. Yeah. And then he'll make a joke about new mutants. And... <laughs> You know, I just think as a as an entry point for people who might have just might be surface level watching these movies. Yeah, it's a good way to introduce what the rules are now. I think so. Um, and now, funny you mentioned New Mutants, Sean, because we're finishing off our news this week with oh, another New Mutants trailer is finally on the way. Excellent. It's going to be coming out in 2020. The expected trailer will be coming this month. They January did, January they have not told us what date but the original movie was meant to be released October no sorry the original trailer dropped October 13th 2017 Jesus Christ <laughs> it is now 2020 could anyone Sean very quickly you hired a summarizer. what is the new mutants and why is this such a fascinating story for me and you so after Logan uh, no it was before Logan New 2017 is is that before Logan? I, I remember being because it, it takes place. Af, I just remember. Oh, new, fair enough. Go on. Yeah. Anyway, look. After Lo- what I'm saying is, after Logan, uh, Fox decided they wanted to do superhero movies, but they're a different genre. Mm. So Logan was a western. New Mutants was going to be a horror. So they got a bunch of these like young actors. They're they're considerably older now, and like you got uh, Maisie Williams is in it. Uh, Brendan Thwaites mm. from Titans is in it. Charlie Heaton from Stranger Things. A load of these characters. And it's uh, kids in a horror setting in a house, but they all have mutant powers. Then we heard nothing about it for a very long time. No, because the first one came out and it did not look good. It didn't look... Well, it looked all right, to be fair. It I didn't look Logan. It looked weird. It did look weird. Mm. It looked different. Mm. Difference not always bad. No. But... This time it was. This time it was <laughs> very, very bad. But, um... So then it missed its release date, and then it came out. News came out that there were reshoots scheduled, but then no one. Did not, they didn't they, hire anyone. They for, didn't hire anyone to do it. So they were just like, "We have reshoots scheduled. We'll get around to them." And then all the while, Disney is buying Fox. Yeah. So then Disney bought Fox and got the X Men back, and, and of course they got the New Mutants. And New Mutants, there was a cut of it. But apparently it was nearly unwatchable. Yeah, Disney wouldn't release it because it was going to be like their first uh, X-Men movie. Yeah. And they were like, we're not fucking throwing that out. We can't, lads. <laughs> We'd rather throw Dark Phoenix. Which they did. <laughs> Which would other than that. So the news is from the actual director uh, of the movie. This is John Boone. His Instagram account. So it's actually come from him. So this okay. is actually official. That It's, it's not just rumours. The trailer will be dropping... As of today, this episode comes out January 6th, 2020. Oh my god. Yes. And then, presumably, like, trailers usually come about three months before a movie. So we're looking at maybe April. The release date will be April 3rd for the new mutants. Look out, Black Widow. (laughs) And Harley Quinn. Oh god. Look out, all new movies this year. There's going to be a new big dog in the box. A new mutant. How, How scared do you think our Avengers Endgame of... The losing bo- the top spot on the box losing office. Losing the top spot on the box office to the new mutants. I think, look, mm. 
with, with, th- think about it though you got mutants and you got child actors you've got new you got time travel because they're all younger than they actually are you've got the biggest star in the world from Game of Thrones universally loved Game of Thrones at the time of filming See, before, yeah, when they filmed it Game of Thrones was amazing yeah and in the last season it's come out since then it's like oh Jesus and uh, young up and comer Brendan Thwaites Brendan he's not in anything these days I, it's just it's going to be fascinating to watch because if they've reshot and the actors are two or three years older yes that's fucking ridiculous I really hope so <laughs> see I just I uh, hope someone's like went through puberty in the meantime Brendan so Twaits <laughs> and their voice is just like ten octaves lower <laughs> they walk into the scene they're like hey guys we're gonna stop the war <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like midline they do a recall <laughs> Um, so that is all the news I have for this week but I'm excited with the new mutants I'm thrilled we will I do, can't we'll do a review of the trailer next week and that'll be our number one news story that's the only news story we're covering that's all I care week. about that's all I say um, so we're moving on to our awards for 2019 bam, Sean bam, bam. is that our awards do we have a it's either that or there's a killer coming for oh, us yes. it's one of the two one of the two we don't have any red carpet but no. this is the annual Heroes for Hire uh, what did we call them last year the Hero Heroes uh, um, something uh, like that we've had this conversation before we have the Hyries Hyries I don't know one of them but these are very prestigious awards that we only give out once a year once. and sometimes once a year <laughs> every time we've done this it's been once a year <laughs> Absolutely. Be weird to not do more do more than one. In a way, yeah, it takes the of the year out of the title. We'll do one in April. Just for Just the crowd. Best movie, Just I wonder who will win. <laughs> April fourth. April fourth we're gonna cover it. Oh we're waiting. <laughs> so do you wanna start off with the big one? I think best movie is like the big one. Yeah, best movie is like the one everyone wants, so especially from us. We're gonna leave that. Okay. I'm thinking uh, we start off with bi- biggest disappointment of the year. Okay. Because biggest disappointment is different to worst movie of the year. It is. It's the one that you had some hope for. Yes. Biggest disappointment of the year. Shaw, do you want to go fir- first or second? My biggest disappointment of the year okay. is Shazam. Shazam! Disappointing movie. Because I knew nothing about Shazam. Yes. You did a hero or zero. And I was like, oh, that's quite cool. Shazam's pretty cool. Shazam's pretty cool. None of that was in the movie. All the letters signify a different god. Yeah, and it's the a man gets crushed by a boulder. That, that I can't emphasise how disappointed like, I was. An old wizard who's on his last legs gets crushed by a boulder. Yeah, and like, and in the movie, and it's it like sets the up exactly the same. It's like the Wizard of Oz. You can only see his legs and they curl up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and we've said before, like. Zachary Quinto and the main kid, they're in different movies. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Angel? Uh, Austin and, Angel? Or something like yeah, that? Yeah, and Zachary Levi as well, yeah. Zachary Quinto. But um, I just think there's a lot of good talent and good stuff in that movie, but none of it hits for me. Yeah, which is weird. Like, And this is not saying it's bad. It's, no, not it's at like all. A disappointment is one that you actually had really high hopes for, and it's just kind of, oh, bad. It's just kind of, like, yeah. Wasted potential. Exactly. And so, like, you have Zachary Levi, who I think is really, really perfectly placed as Shazam. But in ter- Yeah, in terms of look, build, humour. Yeah, I think that's really great. But I think as the movie, as you said, it's just a bit disjointed. Yeah, it doesn't quite know what it is. And when I was looking up, like, best movies of 2019 and stuff, yeah. like, people had Shazam on it. Yeah. And I was looking at them going, I don't... Like, we did a review of that, it's just the two of us going... 
Like, I don't know. I, I want to like it, but I, I'm, I don't, I'm not really into it. Yeah, I think that's the issue. Do you see her back? They've done it again, but have they? They haven't really. <laughs> I think it's just they've put out a lot of bad movies, and they finally put out one that wasn't absolutely terrible. Yeah, but I just thought I thought this movie would be a lot more than it is, but it just ticks boxes. Yeah, it's written in a boardroom again. Yeah. Let, let's not piss anybody off. Uh, I actually have like three movies that I wrote for the biggest disappointment because I couldn't really choose. Oh, well. Um, I had an arrow on my list. Yeah, you did, right. I have um, Star Wars. Okay. Because uh, I didn't want to put... It's not the worst movie. It's like, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. It's certainly not grandest it's, movie. It's not the grand... Uh, one of our prestigious awards, the most grand movie of the year. I, w- I would say I'm only disappointed in it because of what we talked about earlier in that... Like, I think it has some really cool moments. Yeah. And, like, it's, it's actually... It is probably a grand movie, but I was expecting more. But I think yeah. that's on me more so than the movie itself. It's yeah, just, but I think that's why it's a personal list. Yeah. Though. Like, this isn't a prestigious list. <laughs> it was just me and you. There's no physical awards. Not really. Um, yeah, I think it has... I think this is the perfect epitome of wasted cast potential. Yeah. Like, I don't think everyone was used to their best degree... Um, in the three trilogy because I can only think of it as a trilogy rather than one yeah looking at Star Wars as a trilogy it's it doesn't it, it's like Game of Thrones the last season like Game it, of Thrones is amazing and then the last season happened and it kind of sours you slightly exactly and you can't rewatch it without thinking oh I know what's coming this is how it ends yeah. so I think it's very similar with this one in that you have to stick the landing and very few things stick the landing yeah especially when you have different directors exactly so you have Star Wars I have The Lion King Okay. Which I actually kind of want to put the worst movie of the year. Okay. But not because I don't think, I think it's bad. It's just a shot for shot remake that didn't need to be made. No, and it's just a worst movie. <laughs> it's just disappointed that they had to create it. <laughs> it. It seemed like more of like, uh, look what we can do. Yes. Rather than we wanted to do this. Like, at least Aladdin was slightly different. Like, shot, but Lion is shot for shot the same. Yeah. With the same lines. Same lions. Same lions and same lions. Oh, good lord. Both of them. And so, it'd be weird if they were different lions. <laughs> but, and it was just, I was just kind of watching it going, okay, I mean, it's spectacular to look at, but. Yeah, no I, one's doubting that. I prefer the other one. <laughs> the other Lion King that already the, came the out in the same Lion movie. The original Lion King from 1995. <laughs> I think that's a fair thing to say, though. Yeah. Because no one asked for this. Like they, no one wanted this. If someone just remade The Incredibles live action, shot for a shot, The Incredibles is my favourite movie ever. I would yeah. still be like, why? I do, this one is fine. It's, there's no need to change it. So it's just the sweet, sweet dollars. You know sweet, what I mean? Sweet, dollar bills, um, yes. And my last one is Hellboy. Fair. Because that just didn't... I think that should be in the worst one as well because it is not good at all. I think it just misses the mark on a lot of things. Yes. Um, so, do you want to move on to most grand movie of the year? I think we should. I have... Oh, God, I have four of these. Oh, four. But I'm going to whittle this down to... Two. Two. <laughs> I'm going to say two. Okay, go okay. for it. My first one, the Lego Movie 2, the oh. second part. Good. Okay. The, the Lego I- Movie 1... As Great you know, movie, fantastic! Top, it's like in my top five movies of the decade of of the decade of probably all of my life. Oh man, I love the Lego Movie. Cool. Um, and I walked out and I go, "This is the best movie I've ever seen ever." And obviously, that is wrong. But, an overreaction. But, but I was very excited. I had a very good time. Lego Movie Two, I just think is 
just grand as I said it's the most grand movie of the year I just remember coming out going you can't replicate that same feeling and you can't even put into words what that feeling is but yeah. you came out going okay it's, it's fine cool. I watched the movie just now cool yeah, that, yeah that it's that effect I forgot what happened an hour after I left okay yeah you enjoyed it while you were watching it yeah or you enjoyed bits of it or... I enjoyed bits of it and it had some funny moments but as a laugh out loud movie I think it but couldn't reach the heights the first one which is often the case yes. with sequels, especially for children's movies. Yes. What's your grand movie? <laughs> my grand movie dear. is Captain Marvel. I have Captain Marvel yeah. on my list. I, like, dear, I, I like a lot of Captain Marvel. Yeah. But I think it is just, it's a good movie. It's grand. It's an origin story. And I think a lot of origin stories fall into the same trap. Uh, every every um, Disney origin story falls into that same 7 out of 10, 8 out of 10, other than Iron Man. Yeah, because Iron Man... See, Iron Man set a standard for origins. See, so. Ar- Iron Man as a standard uh, is the standard bearer. But as an origin, I think like that's one of the best movies they've ever made. Oh, it's like still. But like, like Captain America's origin, not very good. Thor's origin, like they are not good. Like they're okay. Yeah. They're fine. But it's... And it's hard to do an origin movie and make it exciting. Because you don't know the character. And yeah. you have to learn the character. Origin movies are like a necessary evil in yes. a lot of ways. And like, you have to do them to get to the second one where just ca- where things get where the character can be challenged under already established values or whatever from the first one yeah and a lot of like especially for us where we do like Hero or Zero and we talk about fucking comics like the origin movie is how they get to the point they're at in the comics all the time yeah really so it can be a little bit and it's bit always of, the last shot of the movie yeah and it's a little bit of treading water but I think it's a necessary evil it's grand to do just we hadn't got one in a while actually like, that might have been it that we didn't have one in a while so we went back because like Avengers and all that they've already done that like seven years ago yeah Spider-Man just didn't get an origin he no, was he just came in and he was he was there because we know like, you, you do not need to see Uncle Ben get shot again like, no and I think people are now catching on oh, well maybe not Batman um, <laughs> we're, we're, they're kind of catching on to the fact that people don't need a full origin. Especially, well, they would if it's, say, Captain Marvel or a character people might not know as much. Yes. But, like, a Spider-Man doesn't need an origin. Yeah. Um, a friend of the show, Orla, she yes. said to me, Marvel is the new Star Wars. What do you In mean? terms of everyone knows that Darth Vader is Luke's father. Yes. You know? It, people know the bullet points. So, and uh, with Marvel, I'm sure even, like... You know, my parents or my grandparents, they'd probably know Iron Man is a man in a suit. I think my dad has seen all of the Avengers movies. I think my parents have as well. Yeah. Because like, they, they could, they're on a Christmas day and he just he sits down to watch them. Throw them on. And they're grand. And, and Avengers 1, I remember, I think that was on last year, the year before. As yeah. a family, we just sat down. And like, I've seen that movie fight it, but they had never seen it. And they were just like, oh, that was a fun movie. Like, that's it. That's what it's about. It appeals to everyone. Yeah, it, it's, it's popcorn. It's, popcorn. Exactly. it's a popcorn movie. That's the, what the point of it is. And if you Google anything about the movie in the run-up, it'll be, who's Captain Marvel? Yeah. And that's all you need to know. So, Great hero zero on her. <laughs> Didn't you do that one? Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, um, you just wanted me to say it. I really did. <laughs> Actually, you've done Shazam and Captain Marvel, who are both Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. <laughs> oh, maybe I have a thing against Captain Marvel maybe then. Maybe you do. Um, I think Captain Marvel, yeah, I think... It's as we, we've said. Oh, like origin movies are hard to make amazing. Yeah, it's not bad. It's no, and just, it's no one's fault either. No, it's, it's just, just the nature. And of the like, beast. I think uh, she's great casting. Yeah, and it's 
it, everything's there. It just it's set up for a second one to be really, really good. Yeah, or to have her part in other movies be just. Yeah. Uh, my most grand movie of the year though Sean or in the Lego movie which is the honourable mention yeah. goes to a movie that I'm sure will appear in your top 10 movies of the year will it now Joker oh okay <laughs> you, d- you have said from the start First of all, you didn't want this movie. It couldn't be in the biggest disappointment because I wasn't expecting anything. I knew I didn't. I wasn't going to like it. Yeah, <laughs> there was no surprise there. Could no disappointment at all. Um, it wasn't. It's not bad. So yeah, it couldn't be in the worst. Um, it wasn't definitely my, one of my favorites. It's <laughs> grand because I just don't really care about it. Um, that, yeah, you don't have any. I just think that. It's a movie that asks a load of questions, but is very just up its own hole when it asks those questions. That's and fair. it's get out clauses. It was it in his head? Is it a dream? I don't know. There was a thing. There's a story this week. I don't know if you've read it. I can't read. The, fair. Mm. Uh, well, I'll explain it. <laughs> you, read that. Uh, you know, at the end where he's in the asylum, I have that note. Yeah, Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah. That that uh, basically when Jokes in the asylum and he's laughing and says, "I was just thinking of something funny." And the uh, psychiatrist says, and what was it? And then the joke says, you wouldn't get it. It was meant to cut back to the alley with Thomas and Martha Wayne. And it was Arthur Fleck himself yes. shot Bruce Wayne. You know, he shot both parents. Both parents, Thomas and, then and Martha. He, he, then he turns around yeah. to walk away. And then he just he kind shrugs. Of, he shrugs and then he turns back around and he shoots Bruce Wayne. Which, that's what I wanted from this movie. If that had happened, yeah, I would have thought it was a much better movie. I, I think. think so too. <laughs> yeah. I think that should be in a DVD cut or something yeah. like that. No, I'm not accepting DVD. I can only accept cinematic releases Fair. as the actual theatrical release. But I think if that's in the movie, I think it's an Elseworlds story. Yeah, it's, it's self-contained. Fine. But the way they did it, they wanted their cake and they wanted to eat it too. Because yeah. is it in his head? Oh, Batman exists now. Oh, he killed his parents. Oh, it's weird. Is well, it real though? All the marketing leading up. We're not doing a sequel yeah. the day after it comes out. The sequel. Sequel's on the way. And so then, the worst thing to me is that people now consider this the origin of the Joker. Yeah. Which I don't like it anyway. Because, like, I think he's less interesting because of this. He's a lesser Joker. Yeah. You know? Like, he's he's not the same Joker from the movies or the comics. And you love the Joker, though. I, I really liked it. It's yeah. not my favourite of the year. Okay. It's not yeah. my absolute favourite. But I just think it's... it's an int- I like the precedent it sets that you can just do a movie about a character. But they've ruined that because they've brought out a sequel. Yeah, or they're bringing out a sequel. So then it's not really an Elseworld movie. Now like, it's the cash-in. Now it's a cash-in. And I think that's probably why I was so against it at the start. Yeah. Because I knew. Like, I knew... You knew they in were, your heart they, of hearts. They were never going to leave it. No. If it made money, they were never going to leave it at one. Like, that would be... If you are a man in a suit... You like dollars, yeah. and it makes lots of dollars, and Yaki Phoenix is probably going to... Yaki Phoenix's performance is amazing. Yeah. But I think... Like, I was watching it going, this performance is so good, they're definitely going to get a second one. Yeah. Unless the ending was him shooting Bruce Wayne, because I think the Joker movie actually makes, like, the Batman canon less interesting, just if- by existing in that world. But if he shoots Bruce Wayne, that is a that is fine. That's a 
that's a cut off point uh, you're done you're done yeah. that's perfect perfect ending okay yeah. Bruce is dead it's a different world it's fine and it's actually very interesting how that happened yeah and then uh, like you said like I will put Joker 2 in the grandest movie of the year category when it comes out. I'm going to put sure. in the worst. Oh, okay. <laughs> just it for existing. Because it's just for existing. This one shouldn't have, but the def- next one definitely should not. I think that's fair enough to yeah. say. Um, okay, so we're going to move on to... Uh, do you want to do worst movie of the year, or do you want to do biggest hero and biggest zero of the year? Um, I want to do worst movie. Oh, okay. And then I want to do... Uh, hero then zero Okay And then we'll go to best Yes Okay then Okay. we should talk about this beforehand <laughs> Should have re- uh, regulated the format a little bit But look we're here now <laughs> This is what people come for Worst movie of the year I have many nominations Yes you do um, Shazam's actually in my nominations But I don't think it's worse No but that's fa- Look if you think it That's fair I think it's a bit harsh I think I put it in there When I was being a bit grumpy Yeah Now that I've talked about might not be I think it's just yeah disappointing disappointing um, I have there's only really one that should win yeah. to be honest with you but um, the other ones I have are let me throw some at you The Irishman um, <laughs> Avengers Endgam it says here um, no I have Last Christmas fair um, which I've seen in the cinema <laughs> Charlie's Angels oh yeah we have Rambo Last Blood which you definitely forgot came out yeah I forgot Rambo existed X-Men Dark Phoenix and Cats oh I forgot about Cats see I've not seen Cats so I didn't want to comment on it how did Cats not come in your number one like I'm sure it's the worst movie of the year I've not seen it ah okay fair enough these are the worst this is the worst movie of the year that I've seen okay fair enough so it's Predator again (laughs) (laughs) the 2018 movie to a Predator yes the Predator I hate it so much. <laughs> people, the only people who get that is who listen to last year's review. Yeah. And could hear your hatred for The Predator. Go listen to it. I go off on Predator for oh, a while. It's just the worst. It's the worst movie. It's so bad. Yeah. I saw it in the cinema at 11 in the morning. Yeah, I, I remember because you came here or you came to my house afterwards. I yeah. went, Jesus, that was dog shit. <laughs> fucking awful. So bad. Anyway, you were yeah. saying. So I, there's my list. You have. A pick? Is Predator still your number one? I put in Predator as a joke. Okay, good. But then I also have Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix is your one. Which is my actual worst we one did a, We did a review of Dark Phoenix, though, for this show. Yes. And we were actually weirdly positive. I find that we're always weirdly positive. I think we don't want to not like something. No, so in a review of the movie, we'll go scene by scene going, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Like, there's good elements in it. Yeah. But it's just... Even the Joker movie. Like, we did that review, and Jordan, I was still like, ah, that's a good scene, though. Like, that's, yeah. that's a good scene. And then after, I was like, yeah, but I don't like the movie. <laughs> so I think we like talking about movies. Yeah, okay. So, Dex Van Dark Phoenix, why is that your worst movie of the year? Because it should have known better. Yeah. Um, and it, it, now, there were, there were external factors, like studio interference. Fox was being sold to Disney at the time. Mm. But it, it's still, with you have no excuse for that cast to put out such a 4 out of 10 movie yeah if you've got McAvoy and Fassbender and Sophie Turner yeah and Jessica Chastain like, like those 4 alone should sh- carry a movie and Jennifer Lawrence is in it for the first bit as well yeah so there's and Nicholas Holt yeah you've got you've got such a good cast but that literally came down to the script yeah and the fact that I, I guess they were just rushing to get it finished Jessica Chastain is actually awful 
in that movie. Well, I, that's definitely not her fault. Either. No, she looks like she's sleepwalking. Like yeah. Jessica Chastain is probably one of the best actresses in the world. Yeah. But in that movie, she just looks like she's half asleep in every scene, or she just rocked up and they're like, "Right, come on, let's crack on." Yeah. Where it it just none of it works no. for me. One bit of it works. Uh, we the fastbender on the train. Yes. Yes. That's the one bit I love in that movie. <laughs> it's the bit where Magneto is at the end. It's at the end of the movie. Spoilers for the X Men Dark Phoenix, I suppose. Um, so the Fastbender's on the train. Magneto. I keep on Fastbender. No Fastbender. Fastbender. Um, and he's fighting uh, the drones or the bad guys or whatever. It doesn't really matter. Essentially scrolls, but they couldn't use the scrolls. Essentially scrolls, and he's using all of his powers as you would in a fight if you had the power to use metal. And you're on a fucking train. And you're on a train. He uses his powers in the right way because the problem with all the X-Men movies is all these people grew up with these powers. You would learn every fucking thing you could do with that power. Absolutely. Like, uh, you have... Everyone has natural things. Like... That that they just know they can do. Yeah. So imagine if you had a mutant power to control metal your entire life. And you're a, one of the most powerful mutants in the world. Yeah. And also, as I was thinking about it the other day, is that all that train stuff was refilmed. Yes. So that's, they came up with that in a short space of time. Because <laughs> they panicked. So, and they, look. Nick Mason from uh, The Weekly Planet, like, he was the one years ago, I think he said, uh, they were talking about the first X-Men movie. Yeah. And he said, the toad, like, toad in that, like, he's just a dude with the powers of a toad, but he's, he's the best toad you could possibly fight because he's grown up as a toad. Yeah. So he knows every single thing. He can leap. He knows the distance he can leap. He knows how long his tongue is. He, he knows, knows how to combine those. He knows how to all the combos. Like it's like Tekken, but he knows every combo he knows. Yeah, and for he, his whole life. And you, and you're not at his and, level. And you're not. You cannot fight him on a toad level because <laughs> yeah. he's toad. Like even if you're, you know, if you're Mystique, like you need to tailor your powers to your opponent. Yeah, you can't just rely on oh, I or Wolverine. I can't just cut stuff really good. If I'm fighting a guy made with met, met, who can move metal. So it makes sense that Magneto would be... It's just seamless. Like, during that fight scene, he's just like... He's just bending things behind them. He's yeah. not even looking. He's not looking. The one bit that always sticks out, he wraps metal around a dude's arm and twists it so it breaks. Yes, and that, and I'm just like, how have we never seen that before? It's... It's always just Magneto lifting Wolverine <laughs> and just crushing his bones. <laughs> yeah, and it's a, it's a lot of handwork. Yeah. But this one, he's just like, he's throw, he's essentially throwing punches, but every punch is a, a windstorm of metal. And he stops all the bullets and then starts firing them individually at mm. other people. And he just doesn't give a fuck while he's doing it. That's really it. good. Um, other than that one scene, that movie's dog shit. Absolutely though. shit. <laughs> the worst. What's your problem with cats? <laughs> I mean, what is not my problem with cats? Um, Looks weird. Look, it's not... Have you seen Cats? Yeah. Oh, man. Did you go just <laughs> yeah. just to make sure? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Sean. <laughs> I've seen things. Oh, God. Um, look, it's not funny. It's not likeable in any way. They all just want to have sex. What? The CGI isn't finished. Rebel Wilson is Rebel Wilson. Um, I... Oh, man... Uh, Jason Derulo's the best part <laughs> oh god <laughs> Taylor Swift is probably the best part of the movie uh, but like but is the story in any way enjoyable no not in any way <sighs> fuck's sake no absolutely not um, all the songs are bad 
Uh, it's just you will halfway through wonder what the fuck is going on and and want to rip out your own eyeballs is it a film you don't mind going for a toilet break in the middle of I would say just go for a toilet break and don't come back just leave just Just leave go home Um, but yeah it's it's oh man I cannot even put the words but we've seen the trailer Sean Um, it's going to lose at least a hundred over a hundred million dollars Jesus (laughs) for the company that's so much money (laughs) what's the company is it Paramount or Um, I actually don't know Um, hmm I look it's fine I I do not have it here of what but like it has an amazing cast and it's got Ian McKellen in it as well. And Judy Jane, Dench. And Judy Dench, who are all awful in it. Um, oh, there's a bit where Ian McKellen is licking uh, milk from a bowl. And I'm like, Ian McKellen, you're better than this, you Magneto. Have, you have um, lived a life. You've been a life. Um, the funniest part of all of this, though, is that the musical has also quietly removed, removed itself from awards consideration. Oh, man. They know. They know what's Imagine going on. the moment we were like... Fuck, we've applied for Best Music at the Oscars. We've applied for Best Picture. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And the Oscars likes weird shit. Yeah, like not that, that weird shit. There's always Oscar bait, and this was definitely trying to be Oscar bait. Yes. Um, so, I think Cats is probably the worst. X-Men Dark Phoenix, I think, is pretty bad. Rambo The Last Blood should definitely not exist. Uh, Charlie's Angels. I mean... It's nobody went to see it. Yeah, and I'm sure it's actually not that bad. It's, I'm sure it's not worse than Cats. No, nothing is worse than Cats. I think Cats gets it this year. Uh, and last Christmas I went to see, uh, and that movie is just just makes it um, Amelia Clark unlikable. Oh, that's a hard thing for to like do. A first hour and a half. She's really unlikable, oh. and you don't want her to have happiness. And I'm just like, it's Amelia Clark, like. She's the most likable human. Have you ever seen a great Nord? So friendly. <laughs> She's so friendly. So I was like, what are you doing, movie? That's that's really odd. I've not seen Last Christmas, yeah. and now I think I have to. Yeah, no, you should. Just for the sole reason that you watch it going, now maybe, maybe you shouldn't have happiness. You're not a nice person. Okay, good to know. <laughs> so I, but I think it is Cats. I think it has to yeah, be. It's th- the year of Cats. I think it is the year of Cats. Uh, okay, we're moving on to... Did you say hero first or zero first? Hero first. Hero first. Now, we've talked about my hero already. Now, we talk hero zero every single week, Sean. That's true. But this is our biggest hero of the year of 2019. In film that we've seen. In films that we've seen. I put Magneto in the train fight. (laughs) (laughs) Right, okay. The one ray of hope in Mm. that entire movie. Right. I think you just wrote... wrote, You wrote down X-Men... Dark Phoenix and then just was like right we'll pick them all from that no I didn't is Jessica Chastain your zero of the year no it's not my my zero of the year is a whole other kettle of fish oh right okay it's literally this kettle of fish oh very why are you putting fish in a kettle Um, my biggest hero of the year is I had two I went a different route okay I went uh, Adam Driver Adam, yeah, fair. Just as, because I think he's great in everything he's in. And he said ghouls. <laughs> ghouls? <laughs> ghouls? <laughs> Maybe it's ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I love Kylo Ren. Yeah, so, like, of course. I think, he's re- I think he's like the bright spot every movie he's in. And yeah. I, don't, I don't think he gets enough love. No, how, I like carried that series on its back. For how good he is in basically everything. Yeah. Uh, and Keanu Reeves, because he was in John Wick and Toy Story 4. 
uh, this year which is not a bad year no and Cyberpunk is coming out and that looks class and so I think I put down Keller Reeves I put down Adam Driver I think I'll give it to Adam Driver just because I like him I'm willing to let Adam Driver have it over and a fictional character he said ghouls <laughs> he said ghouls a whole lot <laughs> everyone let's let's just remember back to that trailer where he went maybe it's ghouls <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's ghouls <laughs> You sound a little bit like Andrew. Oh, I hope I do. Oh, man. I hope I do. Um, okay. Biggest zero of the year, Sean. The cowards at Disney. Oh! Yeah. Right, why? For not letting Finn and Paul get together. Oh, right. That's your cowards. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, I just thought Disney as a whole is a coward. Oh, they're also cowards. They're all cowards. They'll remake movies. Yes. A lot of stuff is shit. Anyone who's associated with The Lion King, that's you, Beyonce. Have you seen the trailer for Artemis Fowl, actually? I haven't. Oh man, it's like it. They really there's Disney branding like on the Artemis Fowl logo. Fuck off! It's like Disney's Artemis Fowl. Ah, Jesus Christ! Yeah, oh, fuck it. That's up. that's unrelated. Yeah, no, but, but, but Artemis Fowl is a famous. It's from an Irish uh, author author called Owen Colfer. Yeah, and we would have both read that probably when we were ten. Yeah, we just grew up with it. Yeah. it was just a given that you read Artemis. It was Fowl. like Harry Potter. Artemis Fowl. <laughs> that was literally how it was pitched to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're doing a movie of that and Disney have gotten their hands on it. Yeah. Mm, okay. I haven't seen that trailer but we might do a review of it. Yeah, we should. Okay. Uh, I have three zeros of the year. Wow, that wouldn't be like Different you. reasons. Okay. Brian Singer for being a bad man. Yes. Fair. <laughs> Fair. I forgot we did it this way as well. <laughs> Johnny Depp for being Johnny Depp. Consistently, Johnny Depp is terrible. Jared didn't make it this year. Did Jared? Who beat out Jared? Vin Diesel. Vin because Diesel. Because of the story of the fact that all the Fast and Furious characters have to count how many punches they get at each other and how they, how many times they can be beaten in a fight, and they have it in their contracts that they can't be punched a certain amount of times. It has to be equal. Yes. Okay. I think that is the saddest story I've ever heard. It is, but maybe that he shouldn't get zero because. <laughs> mm. He's lost enough. He, <laughs> yeah. It's in his contract. He can't be zero. Yeah, that's it. Um, Vin Diesel, I think, is... But The Rock, I was going to throw in as well. Because they're both in on it. You can't put The Rock But in you can't zero. put The Rock in zero, oh, dear. We have beef with The Rock, Connor. Oh, I do have beef with The Rock. Oh, yeah. We could do this. This could be it. Oh, no. But he's so big. Be- I'm not in the fighty mood today. That's fair. He's so likeable as well. <laughs> It's like Amelia Clark. How many times have I have I declared war on the rock? Three times now. I think three times. At least yeah. three. And times. it was early doors when you did it. Very as well. early doors, but nobody got on him on Instagram and told them I was coming for him. Well, now's your chance. Actually, I'm, please don't. I'm coming for you, Dwayne. Okay, leave huh? me out with this. No, me and Sean. No, we're coming for you. Not, we're gonna kick you, out, both not, of us. I'm Eat leaving. shit. I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, he's gone. Oh, here's the rock. <laughs> Hello, sir. Hello, I am the rock. <laughs> How are you doing? You're welcome. You've got a weird accent. <laughs> I'm acting. Oh, right. The world's much like actor. The Rock does. Mm, very. You just said you. Oh, man. <laughs> well, look, we're, we're not all perfect. <laughs> who are we going to give it to? We have. Who was yours here? Dis- the Cowards at Disney. Cowards at Disney. The, the nominees are The Cowards at Disney, Vin Diesel for not allowing himself to be punched, Johnny Depp for being Johnny Depp, or Brian Singer. I think it's got a. Ooh. It's a tough one. Mm. Did Johnny Depp win out last year? Uh, I think Johnny Depp won last year. Do you want to give it to him again? <laughs> Two years running, it's Johnny Depp. <laughs> JD's back. <laughs> he's, he's doing the double. He's doing another Pirates of the Caribbean. JD Squared, he's back again. JD Squared. Was he in um, Crimes of Grindelwald this year? 
They craved the Grindelwald Cup this year. No, it was last year. Oh, was it last year? It was like no, it was like last Christmas time. Oh, I think. Fuck. Yeah. If it was this year, you could have walked. It, it rolls over. It, we'll, look, we we'll roll it, it over. There, Johnny, you can have it again. <laughs> roll on that big wheel. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, okay, we're finishing off this week's awards with our best movie of the year, and then we will finish off with the most anticipated movies of 2020. Excellent. Okay. Sean, what is your best movie of the year? I have a few nominees. I hope they match up with yours. I, 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 I have a couple because I couldn't choose between two. Okay, let's see if our nominees are the same. Okay. I've got uh, Us. I, I've um, not seen Us. John Wick Chapter 3. I've only seen one and two. Detective Pikachu. Really? Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. Rocket Man. Good. Toy Story 4. Okay. Or Avengers Endgame. Interesting. What do you have? I have Avengers Endgame. Mm. I have Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes. And then I have an outlier. That, oh. You might... I don't know if you've seen this. It's El Camino. The Breaking Bad movie. I haven't seen it. Oh. Is see, it really good? It's so good. Okay. Like, is I am, that a Netflix movie though? It is a Netflix movie, but are, I think that still counts. Are we still counting that? If the Oscars took... If a documentary from Netflix won an Oscar... Okay, right. We, we can still count that. We can still count okay, it. Okay, well, I think it, well, El Camino only has one vote. Right, so, so I don't, well, I don't know if we're going to win. <laughs> the, um, I, no, I'm sure everything you've named is a, good, a great movie. Mm. Um, like, I, I put down Avengers Endgame because I guess I have to put it down. Yeah, I t- Avengers Endgame did not finish top on any list I could see of best movies of the year. Yeah. But weirdly, it's not a list of the best movies of the year. It's our favourite movie of the year. That's true, the ones we enjoyed. And I. See, I think it's. I, I feel bad saying it. Is it cliche to pick the biggest Disney propelled property ever made? That Yeah, but in a, in a couple of years, Disney will own everything, so. Yeah. Like, my head set. My heart. Says, but Spider-Man Far From Home has the same issue. They're both just massive superhero blockbusters. That's true. Um, Whereas I think Us is really fucking cool. I, I'd happily give it to Us just because I like what Jordan Peele does. I think he's talented. Us is fucked up in many, many different ways. But it's like Jordan Peele has done it again. Oh. Yeah. See, and I, I, for someone who hates nostalgia... As a marketing tactic, I fucking love El Camino. Right. Because I just, it's just, it's like watching Breaking Bad again. And you kind of want to relive that. A little bit. Yeah. It's so good. I, mm. uh, I had to take the Pikachu in here, but I don't think it's actually, I, di- I didn't want to put it in grand, I didn't want to put it in worst. Best video game movie. Certainly. That's a very low bar, but... Well, Doom came out, so Doom let's... Doom did came out. <laughs> Doom did came out indeed. That's a sentence. Um, I, is it very cliche for us to pick either Avengers Endgame or Spider-Man? Oh, see... It's very on-brand. It is very on-brand. Yeah. Um, but then people will say that we know nothing about movies if we pick one of them. We don't. But at the same time, if a movie is based on the emotional attachment you have or the feeling it gives you... Is there any moment this year in any movie that is more exciting than Cap catching that fucking hammer in the fight scene? I, like, I just say I've not enjoyed a movie as much since Endgame. Like, a single moment in cinema history that gave you that much of a freak out. If you had no spoilers going in. Yeah, but even, like, this is the first year as well, this is getting sappy now, but this is the first year that we've done the podcast all the year. Like, 2019, we did a podcast every week. Yes. So Endgame is like, we were planning around that. Mm. 
like you you text me when the trailer came out yeah and you were just like oh we're talking about this I think we talked for three hours about Endgame. The review of Endgame is three hours because we went scene by scene. Yeah. But the movie itself is three hours. So I think we did pretty well. Yeah. But I just, in terms of impact it had, and that was, a not to pull back the curtain, that was a good episode of the podcast as well. I can't remember. It was a very long time ago, but I'm sure I enjoyed talking. I just think the movie itself, it's easy to do a movie review when you're excited about the movie. Yeah. And I was very excited about Endgame. Yeah. I've, I I never go to like a midnight screening. I did for Endgame. Really? Yeah, because I if I go to a midnight screening, there's too many people there. I think the Avengers Endgame was the only movie this year that I didn't want to go to the bathroom during. Not in a minute, but I planned my day like I didn't I, drink that day. I, I'm not going to drink. Yeah, because I don't want to go to the bathroom because I don't want to miss one second of what's about to occur. Literally, because this is the end of 23 movies or whatever. And there, when you watch the movie, there's so much packed in that there's no space to take a bathroom break. See, I think you should give it to solely for the fact that they stuck the landing. Yeah. How the fuck did they do that? By all accounts, they should have failed. Game of Thrones has proven. Star yeah. Wars has proven. It's very fucking hard to do a landing perfectly and please everybody. Well, I think Endgame managed it. Weirdly. Because there was very few people that came out with, no. Not for me. Not for me. That wasn't good. Everyone who came out was like, there was some bits that didn't make, but Cap got his ending, Iron Man got his ending, Thor yeah. got his, he got to go away with the Guardians. Everybody had a moment. Yeah. And once again, I go back to in cinema. I think um, Spider-Man, uh, not far from home, the first one, Homecoming. Homecoming. That had my favourite moment. I think that was my favourite movie because it had the moment of Michael Keaton in the car. Yeah. And him finding out that he's Spider-Man and slowly... That is like the best piece of acting. It's so... It's amazing. Good old Spider-Man. But the, good, oh, your good old pal Spider-Man. And you just see him and the lights are turning green as, yeah. he's, as he's figured from out. from red to green on his face. Yeah. Oh, it's so like, good. That scene itself, I think to me, was like, that's the best movie of the year. Just yeah. for that... Because I was in the cinema freaking the fuck out. Like, oh, he's going to find out. Oh my God, he's going to find out. And afterwards, I realised... Like if a movie makes you feel that shit, yeah, that's a good sign. So this the bit where Cap, actually weirdly the portals opening, I didn't care about as much. The portals open, I was like, oh that's cool, but the bit where Cap catches the fucking hammer, there's yeah, and then goes to town on Thanos. Well, oh man, well even there's so much good acting in that. Yes, there's. I just yeah, I think you're right. It the Endgame made me feel the most things watching a movie this year. Yeah. So I will proudly give it to Endgame. Okay, let's give it to Endgame. Um, Toy yeah. Story 4, I know, made a lot of people cry. Yeah. Um, I think Toy Story 4 is very good, but I they should, probably should have finished that at 3. I think so. <laughs> so <laughs> not, not a bad one. I think Toy Story 4 is really good, but I was watching it going, 3 was perfect. 3 was such a good send-off. Yeah. Just leave. <laughs> we were all ready to leave it at 3. Yeah. Uh, so our official, the hero... The hiery of the year. The hire, yeah. The hiery. What the fuck did we call it's it? It's the hireys, I think. <laughs> uh, this is for the hiery award, and this is going to Avengers Endgame, just for the sole reason that I know it's Disney, and they're they own every movie that's ever made. But it warmed our cold, cold hearts. Yeah, they, let the corporations have one win. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Every now and again, give them a break. <laughs> so, the best movie of the year, Avengers Endgame. And now we're moving on to just before the end of the episode. We're going to go through the most anticipated movies of 2020. Give us your th- give us our thoughts. Yeah. And just kind of, generally just have a small bit of a discussion about what's coming out in the next 12 months. So, first up, 
Jojo Rabbit, Sean. Coming out in Ireland. Yes. Because it came out in fucking November everywhere else. Yes, but we're... But it's, it's out a, now in Ireland. It's coming out in Ireland, yeah. I think it was the 1st of January it came out. 1st or 2nd, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But I'm very excited to see that. Mm. That's... That, like, that's a movie. You know, like, it's oh, not... Yeah, it couldn't qualify for our best movie of the year, by the way, because it wasn't out here. Yeah, Even, that's the reason. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm sure it would have yeah. won. But it's a... It's its own thing. It's just a story that Taika Waititi wanted to tell, or a, or a long joke that he's playing. Has anyone ever seen what we do in the shadows? Yeah, like it's. I know it's just you in the room with me, but anyone listening to this, go watch what we do in the shadows. That so is so good, so fucking good. It, like I watched that off the back of Flight of the Concords. Yeah, and that's where I got my first. The experience. werewolves bit in that. Yeah. <laughs> we are werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what we do with the shadow Jojo Rabbit Jojo Rabbit like mm. I think that's a movie that could only come from a very specific set of directors. Yeah. Or people who could get away with that movie. Like Martin Scorsese doing Jojo Rabbit doesn't work. No. Taiko Titi, you're like Ah you can see g- what he does here. It's, it could be fucking mental. Yeah. Like who and that's cares? Encouraged. Yes. So Jojo Rabbit is coming out, we're very much looking forward to that. Give me on a ranking out of uh Weetabex and oh. how excited you are for each one. Okay, Jojo Rabbit. Three warm Weetabix oh. with cream and strawberries. I think that's the peak. That's the best a Weetabix can be. Yeah. Uh, next up, Birds of Prey and the Ventabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Looking forward to this, looks good. It's coming out 7th of February. Okay. Yes. Probably two room temperature Weetabix with milk and sugar. Okay, because I think... I think it's got a great cast. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be very hard to get all of... I was the most excited about this movie, but it's going to also be very hard for them to get Cassandra Cain and get Huntress. There's and, a lot to fit in. And Renee Montoya and give them all the right screen time that you can build them all. And While still being a Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, because Margot Robbie is their selling point. Yeah. So they are going to put her in every scene. It's just going to be... It's difficult, but I actually think they might be able to do it. And they also have Hugh McGregor as Black Mask. Yeah. Who I think is going to be really good. I think so too. Like, the cast, cast alone, you're looking at a great movie there. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on to our next one. A Quiet Place 2 is out on the 20th of March. Like, this snuck up on me. Yeah. Like, a trailer dropped the other day, and I just... This is like a sneak peek. Yeah, and I don't mind the, the direction it looks like it's going. We'll probably talk about it. Uh, soon they will drop another full trailer exactly yeah Mm. where we'll see everything but it looks like it's showing some of the outbreak and some of what happened after A Quiet Place 1 and Killian Murphy's in it Killian Murphy like I love a Killian Murphy you you know this 28 days later Killian Murphy Murphy. (laughs) post-apocalypse hit me right up that's literally your favourite movie (laughs) yeah so I'm like I I can't talk shit about this I'm sure it's going to be great Um, all the Wii all the Weetabix. Three warm ones. See, actually, no, maybe not, because I'm not as excited about this one. This, is, this might have a bit of a joker about it. Where yeah. Just leave it. Just leave it. Good story. But I, but also, at the same time, I trust John Krasinski that he will do this properly. Yeah, he will write and direct it properly. Yeah, and you also have Emily Blunt, who's fucking amazing. So. And Killian Murphy. And Killian Murphy. Okay, jeez, your boyfriend, Killian Murphy. <laughs> Chill out with <laughs> Killian Murphy. Yeah, I'm going to go like... Do you we- think I look like Killian Murphy? A little bit. <laughs> look like you're in a post-apocalypse. <laughs> a post-apocalyptic Killian Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> That's my niche. Wheatabix with honey and walnuts. Good stuff. Um, Mulan is coming out the 27th of March. Okay. 
okay. No, looks, I'm excited. Look, I don't. I'm not as mad at this one as I am at the other Disney releases. Yeah. Um, I think I w- I probably will see it. I don't think it's going to be my favorite movie, but I think it'll be solid. I just hope it's not shot for shot. Yeah. I really hope it's not. Um, I think it's more originally. It's on the original story rather yeah. than the animated movie. The actual tale of Mulan. Now the animated movie is amazing. Yo, yeah, it's a, like it's a it's a classic. It's a classic movie. So uh, I hope they don't follow that exact story, but at the same time keep the charm. Yeah, of the I first think that's one. the sweet spot you need to. Um, next up, what a movie I know you're excited about: James oh. Bond, No Time to Die, the third of April. Sean couldn't care less. <laughs> I didn't even take the Wheatabix out of the box. <laughs> Just dry, just ch- munch it on them j- dry. Really. Yeah, like yeah. don't care about this movie. Mm. I not. I don't care about James Bond. Mm. Trailer didn't grab me at all. So that's very exciting. Um, <laughs> next up, Black Widow, the first of May. Uh, pretty excited. Yeah, like I think it's it's it. Uh, it fills in a, a gap in the timeline. I do think it should have come sooner, but uh, cast looks good. I love Taskmaster. Yeah, yeah, Taskmaster is a pretty good as a TV show with Greg Davies. Yes, it's really good, but and also, also as a Marvel villain. Also as a Marvel villain, pretty good. Pretty good, not as good as Greg Davies. <laughs> Greg Davies would make a great villain. He's he would massive. actually. He's huge. Scarlett Johansson would be kicking him for hours he to try just, to take him down. He just looks imposing. Yeah, he he would be a good Solomon Grundy. <laughs> he would actually. He would. Wouldn't he? He's like six <laughs> foot eight. Um, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is out on the fifth of June. Grant, yeah, look, look, I'll watch it. I think Wonder Woman and Black Widow both have a. Let's see what happens. I think um, we haven't really seen Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Wonder Woman one is a great movie. Yeah, but it's weird that Wonder Woman the sequel doesn't have the same like I don't know uh, excitement around it. Yeah, I think just people don't know what to make of it because we've been without a Wonder Woman for so long. Also, we've lost Batman and Superman in the time it's taken them to... Yeah, and this movie has been pushed back a couple of times. And Justice League has come in between. Yeah, so I think any like original initial hype for it, just I don't think you can maintain that. No, there's been a lot of changes in the DC continuity since then. Yeah. And I think people are confused. Like, you have Robert Pattinson. Is he going to interact with Gal Gadot? Yeah, the Joker movie. Like, like, what's that doing? Yeah, so I think it's it's just tough to connect all the dots. Mm. And I think once people are confused, they lose interest. Cause, exactly. And because we don't have a fucking clue, and like we do this every single fuck a week. There's people yeah. who just go to work, and they go, oh, there's a Wonder Woman movie. Cool. cool. Yeah, we're keeping up on it, and we don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, so like, I don't know, but we're also dumb, so you have to factor so that too. So dumb! So dumb! Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife on the 10th of July. Fine, I'd say. I have no attachment to Ghostbusters. You're a Ghostbusters guy. Uh, I don't have much of an attachment to I like Ghostbusters 1. Fair. Um, I like Paul Rudd. I, I like Paul Rudd and I like Ghostbusters 1. And I like a bit of... Can't be Bill Murray. So... It's true. Um, you put all them together and you've got a lot of the, the original cast coming back. And by a lot, I mean all. Oh, good. Um, they're all expected to reprise their roles. So I hope that this doesn't get shat on but I don't think it's going to be amazing I think it's just going to be like there's going to be a lot of grand movies I think this year I think so now I think I think this is a year where we're we're getting a few new original things or a few things we haven't seen before say mm. but I think our, you know, we're James looking at Bond. things from a new angle yes of James course Bond. but yeah I think it's going to be a lot of checking boxes towing lines yeah uh, speaking of that Top Gun Maverick 17th don't of July shit go fuck yourself <laughs> 
I hate this Do as a concept. I just think it's shit. No. Top one one isn't that good. Uh, what about Kenny Loggins? Kenny Loggins. The danger zone. He exists outside of Top Gun. Ah, look, I, to me, he only exists in that universe. Okay, well, yes. that's up to you then. Yeah. Are they going to play Danger Zone again? They're going to play a weird remix of it? Uh, Who the fuck cares? Uh, they'll get Fallout Boy to do the dead. I'm back in. <laughs> <laughs> so, Top Gun Maverick, and there's one movie that I missed because I left it at the very bottom. Okay. Just because I wanted to excite you. Morbius? No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> The most exciting movie is actually coming out in about two weeks. Interesting. Bad Boys for Life, January 17th, 2020. Martin Lawrence, we got Big Willie. They're both back. I'm going to give this one dry autobix. For Life. Third movie. For Life. So dumb. <laughs> uh, I, this is another movie that it's, it, I think it's going to do Gemini Man levels of well. Oh, I think it'll do better in Gemini levels. I don't know. Mm. I'm making the call. We'll find out in three weeks. Okay. Uh, there was a couple of ones uh, you didn't mention there. Okay. Kingsman. Kingsman. Okay. But that's a... Is that the World War One? Yeah. Prequel? Yeah, okay. Which I'm pretty excited really? about. Really? Yeah, I think that'll be cool. Okay. Um, I got The Eternals. That's coming out in November. Not excited about that. I'm excited to see what they do with it. No. And uh, Artemis Fowl. Not really excited because you just told me they're Disney on it. Fair. And The Invisible Man. Not excited about that in any way either. Okay, Dark Universe, no? Uh, <laughs> never ask me, Dark Universe, no? <laughs> it's always no. <laughs> it's always no. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's it. That's our week. rundown of that's last year. That's our rundown year. of last year and the upcoming years, John. Yeah, I think last <laughs> when we did this last year, we straight up ran through every film release that was happening. Yeah, but that took about 17 hours, so we're yeah. not going to do that again. Fair. So that's why I had to whittle it out and miss Ones the Ones we're looking forward to. Exactly. Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, Eternals didn't make it, but Bad Boys for Life did. Would you back down, please? No. For Life. If you can tell me how many years after the first one this movie is coming out, I will let you not do the outro. 25? Fuck. <laughs> is it actually 25? Yes. yes. Shit. Do the outro. Fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> you're giving me the middle finger. Nobody can, see Nobody can see that, but he was giving me two middle fingers. <laughs> it's, it's just a little thing for me. Ah, look. Um, so yeah, you. if you want to support the show, we have a Patreon. It's at... It's Patreon forward... Fuck's sake. www.patreon forward slash here's for your podcast. No. Oh, so Patreon.com. Ah, you do this every time. Ah, lads. Uh, you do the fucking outro come on thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays we'll be back uh, next Wednesday with an episode of Winners Wednesday Friday with Hero Zero and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays thank you all for supporting us on Patreon if you'd like to join the fine people that support us on Patreon there's a link in the description or it's www.patreon.com slash heroes for hire podcast that's what I said as we said there's a link in the description Mm. Uh, we are on all the social medias he's really sour over I'm there. just sour I'm a sour boy sour boy sour and soft I get wrong every single week and then I feel people are laughing at me no one's laughing at you Everyone, ever I feel like everybody's looking at me no I'm the only one in the room CP3O no, listen to the Star Wars episode to get that reference <laughs> I'm just bad at speaking uh, we're on all the socials Facebook uh, Here's for Hire Podcast Instagram Here's for Hire Podcast Twitter at Here's for Hire Pod the four is the number four or you can email us Here's for Hire underscore at Outlook.com let us know what uh, movies you're excited for in the year or give us your rankings of where you'd place the movies of 2019 yes so I think that's about it for this week that's it Right, thanks everyone for listening. I have been Carl Lawler. I have been Sean Mead. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.